was happening everybody how y'all doing welcome back to the friday night podcast for friday october 21st 2022 home sweet home baby Eunice is back in germany and uh you know man i love this country i love germany you know every single time i come back to germany which is where i spend most of my time <laughs> Uh, pretty much all of my time, um, most of the time, not even leaving my hometown, you know, uh, most of the time, not even leaving my own bedroom, uh, you know, I love this, I love, I love Germany, I really do, and you know, it's a, it's a funny thing with German people, like, do I love the German people? It depends, I mean, of course, I have German friends, and I don't I care very much about them, most definitely. Um, but I, I feel like the the thing that I've found with uh, German people is like, if, as I believe it used to be different. Um, well, I mean it. It depends which area you're looking at, really. But for instance, um, if if you know somebody. They go, say, or I know, right, say you see a random stranger on the street. Uh, random German stranger on the street. Um, a lot of them, I don't know, they don't really seem all that nice, I gotta tell you. But once you get to know them, they'll then be nice to you. So it's like, they don't trust you at first, you know? Now maybe it's because, oh, I don't look, I don't look like a German, I, I know I don't, but maybe it's because of that. I mean, there's definitely some Germans that are gonna look at me differently just because of the way that I look. That's just a fact. But generally speaking i would say there's more of a just a bit of a kind of a distrust a little bit of a hmm i don't know who this person is which means he's not necessarily my enemy but he's definitely not my friend either so you just kind of like i don't know i would you i don't know it's, it's kind of weird but once you get actually get to know them or once they get to know you that's when they, they then greet will greet you and actually be really nice to you. So that's kind of one thing that I found in, in Germany. And I think a lot of Germans will actually also say that that's the case. It's not just me saying it. No, no I've heard a bunch of other Germans also uh, uh, say the same thing. And, I bl and that, that it kind of used to be different where they would be more open in the past and be kind of nicer to you, just greeting you. That's kind of vanished a little bit. I also think social media is to blame for that. I don't just think it's Germany. Um, it's probably a global phenomenon, especially in Western countries. This is not me taking a dig at Western countries at all. This is me just pointing out the obvious, which is that social media is a lot more present, a lot more... Uh, has a 
lot more of an effect here in Germany. <laughs> oh, me and Germany, man. Yeah, in Western countries like America, especially, of course, the uh, entertainment juggernaut, juggernaut that America is, of course. But, uh, of course, also, uh, you know, the UK, Germany, France, uh, the Netherlands. Well, to be fair, I haven't been to those countries yet. So I can't actually comment on them. And I also don't exactly know how people are over there. So I'll just um, reserve back my judgment. And I, some of those countries, like some of the Western European countries, for instance, are probably immune, quote unquote, to that. And you'll still see like a lot of really nice people still. I don't know. Yeah, I can't really see a Swedish person being mean to you though of course i mean they must exist as well but they just seem like nice people swedish people yeah just in general just the nordic countries in europe um that's uh they they seem i don't know in my I, they seem kind of cold in the sense that the it's very cold over there. <laughs> um, but they always like seem to s just be smiling. You know, the, so the Scandinavian countries, Denmark, Norway, Sweden, those are the ones. Yeah, I, I, I just had to Google Scandinavian countries because uh, it's kind of embarrassing. Like I was thinking, yeah, surely that's Scandinavia, right? But I was unsure, like, what if I'm saying something completely um, wrong? And before I say it, let me Google it. And thankfully, I was right. Yeah, the Scandinavian countries. It's very cold over there, right? I wouldn't survive. <laughs> oh, bro. I would go out with, like, three, four, five sh shirts on me every single day. I would be freezing my ass off. No, it would just be too much. I would have to like wear like a burqa, really, uh, and then also cover up my eyes on top of that. You know, I would have to have a burqa under the burqa under the burqa with sunglasses plus sunglasses plus sunglasses, simply because I cannot think of anything else to put on your eyes but still be able to see, which is of course something that you need to do. Um, yeah, I would be, I, <laughs> Scandinavian countries, they don't exactly, well, I mean, maybe there are some, like, warm places over there, you know, maybe I'm just being, you know, I'm just being stupid right now, I think, there's probably some, I don't know much about them, which means I should probably visit them at, at some point, because they, seems like a very interesting, um, set of countries, and it would be pretty cool to explore more of Europe. I think that would be really cool. Yeah, because it's funny. Like, if you live in America... Um, well, the, the thing is, right? With Bill, Bill Burr, I've heard him say this. Like, to him as an American, it feels like... To him, it feels like Europe is just one big country. 
where you can just, yeah, yo, you want to go to Paris? Oh, let's go to Paris. Oh, yeah, you know, take a visit, go go for a visit in the uh, freaking uh, London, and then, oh, let's go to Dublin, and oh, let's go to Berlin. It's like, because those flights are pretty short, and because Europe is Europe, and if you're European, if you if you're in the EU, which uh, sorry Brexit, uh, that kind of misfired, I guess. Oh gosh, their prime minister situation is just Britain are just a mess, man. What is going on over there, bro? And I love how people are saying, "Oh, you gotta vote conservative." Yeah, well. Conservatives have been ruling for so many years now in Britain and they're in a trash situation and they can't even get a leader right. It's embarrassing. So I don't think just because you don't like the one side, which is the liberal side, uh, you know, that seems to be the popular, um, you know, go-to for a lot of people nowadays. Oh yeah, I I think you liberals are a bunch of uh uh squirrels. Um so I'm gonna vote Republican, which I mean, you know I'm not saying they're worse. I'm not saying they're better either though. I, I just think they're like dude, they're both politicians. Um both are going to be shady. Both are going to trick and manipulate you. And um, the really good ones, the, the handful of politicians that actually genuinely care about the, the country and the population and the people's well-being, they tend to not actually get elected. Because they don't have all that corporate money behind them. Because the thing is, all those co corporations, they will back the candidates that are corruptible. That, that, that are basically those company guys and that, you know, are basically kind of like a puppet. You know, someone else's puppet though. So that's why the really good ones that are incorruptible, you will not really see them. Um make it to the top because they're not getting the, the campaign funds that, that they need uh, that they would need in order to um, get elected uh, you know for instance if you um, go to I don't know want to become president of the United States of America you gotta you gotta go on all these uh, yeah on all these, uh, to, to all these places, right? All these states. And have your own little, what you call that again? A summit? No. No, summit is when people gather to, well, it's kind of technically they, your supporters gather, but you basically, you, you promote yourself. You do, you do self-marketing, you know? But that also costs money. So, you're going to need a lot of money. That's kind of my point, you know, because how are people going to vote for you if they don't know who you are? 
And in order for people to know who you are, you're going to have to, unfortunately, put in a lot of campaign money. So that's really the downside of it all. That's why, well, in today's age with social media, it's a little more... So the smaller guys could definitely rise up quicker and easier. It's definitely that that is definitely an option for sure. However, it is mm, you still there's still a lot of people who want to see you in their state, you know. Someone in Arizona wants you to come to Arizona. Ah, there you go, rally, yeah, like a Trump rally, for instance. Yeah, they they want to do you do a, they want to see you in person. They want to ask you some questions. They want to see that you actually care for them, that you go into these places, with the intent of helping out people, and that unfortunately costs a lot of money. Unless you maybe kind of do it on the low. By just visiting people's houses, ringing the, you know, people's doorbells. You could do that, actually, and hand out flyers, maybe say, oh, yeah, I'll be in church. <laughs> Which, I don't know whether that would cost anything. If you do it on the low, and the church doesn't find out um, about it, I think that's probably illegal. I don't know, is it illegal? Well, I wouldn't recommend it. The the going to doorbells that that one's definitely seen. I that has to be legal. Or maybe it's not because you're actually corrupting people's minds. Maybe, which. Well, maybe in in the eyes of the law, I don't know. Dude, there's so many weird laws in each of the U.S. states, so some things are going to be legal that aren't legal in others the the states really in america they act so independently uh it's like it's so weird it, it really is so weird it's like you have 50 countries instead of one entire country uh yeah you, know, you know how the people make fun of like texas and florida for basically be, being they're you know just doing their own thing I respect it though. Yeah, I think Texas is pretty cool as well as Florida. I mean, they got issues, but so does every state. Um, Texas, man. I, I really want to like go to a place in America. It probably doesn't exist anymore, but I would love to like go to a place in America. Where it's kind of like the wild, wild west. I know, I know, they have some like, um, uh, you know, those, um, what do you call that? Those history exhibits or exhibitions where they basically reenact uh, past events and like the Civil War and, and those kind of things, right? Sure. But I'm talking like actual life where you literally just have like horses, like a barn, very low-key hotel, but nothing special, no internet, 
just 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 really taking it back to the roots and just sand all around you know just a couple of people there people wearing cowboy boots and a cowboy hat and smoking a Clint Eastwood cigar <laughs> Man, the other day I watched uh, on vacation. Uh, oh, yesterday actually I watched it. Uh, the movie High Plains was it High Plains Drifter with Clint Eastwood from the year nineteen seventy-three, directed by Clint Eastwood and starring Clint Eastwood. Um, that film is so that man, that was such a nice western. I really enjoyed that one. Um, but yeah, that was also very, very simple, you know, it's a small little town, and I just wish that kind of still existed, it probably doesn't, because otherwise, I mean, let's be honest, otherwise, there would probably be a bunch of projects out there for that, actually, but like, when you have like the Amish, I mean, they, they live pretty, like, old-school, traditional, which I, I think that's pretty cool. If you... Yeah, I mean, surely that there, there, ha have to, there has to be still some little places where people still live the, the, the old Wild Wild West lifestyle. What a sheriff and the mayor... I don't know about sheriff and mayor. I certainly hope that there's no shootings over there, you know? Because uh, that would, then I would not want to go over there, especially in a town where there's not a lot of people. Because then the chances of you getting shot, especially as the new guy, oh boy, are very high. And quite frankly, I do not want to take those chances. Yeah, if, if, if there's only like 20 people in that town, and oh yeah, you, you're one of them. It's like, dude, there's like a 5% chance of you getting shot. And you being the new one, the, the, that chance of you getting shot seems to all of a sudden now be way higher. I don't know. Am I making sense? I think I am. Uh, yeah. So, but, but that would be dope. How did I even get to this point? I have no idea. Oh, yeah. How Americans are so independent, basically. The, the states. The states. Um... And how I was talking about Europe, how basically Americans view it as one big country. The thing is that I kind of wanted to talk about, though, even though I, I'm a lifelong European, I'm proud to be in Europe. Well, proud to be, I feel blessed is the better term, really, the better, better way of describing the situation. Um, absolutely. It's wonderful here. Um, well... Has its issues, most definitely has its issues, yeah, especially with the war right now in Ukraine. Of course, it's very unfortunate. Um, and uh, <laughs> recently, I looked at the world map and I realized, you know what, Ukraine and Germany are not that far apart, which is uh, very concerning. Yeah, I know Germany are a part of NATO, but still. I, I did think that Ukraine was further away, but I guess they're not. So that's, yeah, I mean, only like Poland is in between. And they're like, 
Poland are also um they're in danger. I mean, we let, let's be honest. We are all in danger. But the, the war right now is going on in Ukraine. Hopefully it'll end soon, but in a peaceful way. Diplomatic solutions and just... Ah, dude, I, I hate this. What a, what a stupid thing to do, honestly. Ah, so upsetting. Man. Yeah, well, I don't... But my... Sorry, my point was that even though I, I've lived in Europe all my life, I have not actually seen that much of Europe. Um, no. And there's a lot of places, like the Scandinavian countries, I've never been to them before. And... Well, there's a lot of places that I have been to, but I was so little, so I couldn't remember, like the Netherlands and Spain, and I don't remember though. I, that you know, if you're like a little kid, like three, four years old, maybe that doesn't really count then. Yeah, because because you can't really take any memories away from that then. It's just like, yeah, well, it once happened, but I don't know anything about it anymore. It's like, you kind of got to do it as an adult, or at least like a 15, 16, 17-year-old, then you can still have some memories. Um, but not when you're like two, three years old. I mean, give me a break. You're way too young for that, for that to count even, right? Yeah. So, I would love to see Spain, like, properly this time around, as well as the, the Netherlands, I've heard, are quite nice, and it is really concerning that they're, they're um, yeah, in danger of no longer existing due to floods and the, the water level rising, apparently. Well, apparently, it's, I guess it's happening, <laughs> um, but... Yeah, they gotta do something, man. We probably all gotta do something because, I mean, New York City, you know, Miami, I believe as well. California might also be in danger of that. I don't know, but definitely New York City is in danger for sure of that. New York in general, you know, Manhattan is too. Miami... Yeah, I, th I believe they're also in danger of uh, the water level rising. I mean, you, right now you have the, um, well, thankfully it has passed the, hurric the Hurricane uh, Ian. Interesting name. I'll take it, though. I don't think it's as bad as some people say. Whatever, it doesn't matter what the name of the hurricane is. It was a hurricane or it was a very bad thing. But I don't think the hurricane is actually gone. I'm not sure. Didn't it like move um, west to like north or was it South Carolina? Or was it Dakota? I don't, I'm sorry, I don't know. But they have that a lot over there. Yeah, those hurricanes. It's tough. And those people who like go out on to the like the balcony or the, you know, to, to watch the hurricane. Uh, they're absolutely out of their 
Then the nuts. The nuts. What are you doing? Get inside the house. Possibly it's your bunker or whatever. Just, you know, secure yourself, man. Save yourself and your family. Uh, don't do any stupid things like, oh, let's let's be storm chasers or storm hunters. It's like, why? Why? There are actually people who really enjoy that. I don't understand. I mean, if you're a scientist, then I get it, you know. If you're a scientist, you're a crazy person. Well, crazy, that's a... Uh, no, if you're that kind of scientist, you, you must be a little crazy. You must be a little crazy, yeah. Because you're really risking your life. And you're dedicating... It's, it's an admirable thing, though. You're dedicating your life to science. That definitely, I think, deserves some recognition, for sure. Uh, that's very much so like a, a religious um, sacrifice, you know, dedicating yourself to religion, like dedicating yourself to science. Um, in practice, of course, different things you do, but the idea of it, the idea of sacrificing yourself for a greater good, for, for a greater cause, for greater whatever, for something other than yourself, that's pretty noble, and I think that deserves some recognition, you know, and, and um, admiration, you know, because those people can actually pull through with it. Now, of course, there's some psychopaths who, like, sacrifice, I don't know what, um, I don't have any good examples right now, but, of course, don't, don't just use this, like, as a, Oh, let's use this for all examples. No, no, no. This is for these two, religion and science. And in the, this particular instance, it worked out. Yeah, because, you know, people always try and twist your words and basically be like, Oh, so does that mean that, oh, this... And no, no, that's not what I said. I didn't generalize it like that to the full extent where you could just take every example in the world. No, I did not. So stop trying to make me sound like a person that I'm not. That is a big major issue with social media, man. Especially Twitter. Gosh, Twitter, the most toxic people are on there. The most toxic conversations on social media happen on Twitter. It's funny to me because like YouTube to me, when I, if I look at the like, comment sections, people are a lot more traditional, a lot more conservative. They're really fed up with the whole LGBTQIA plus stuff and the council culture stuff and the um, basically li liberal politics. Well, it's really the LGBTQ plus one. And the uh, cancel culture stuff. That really gets them going. Um, which I guess, I don't know. And Twitter, I don't know what the other social media platforms are. Is 
it's kind of a little more even. Like there are people who feel like str strongly about their side, right? And they go, of course, for the opposite side. One of them love the LGBT and the council culture stuff. The other ones hate it. And some love the LGBT stuff and the, uh, dislike the council culture stuff. Some uh, maybe uh, dislike the, the LGBT stuff but like the council culture stuff. Did I already say that? Or vice versa, whatever. Of course, you have those. But, but really, usually which is really unfortunate in my opinion, people just take one side. They just take one side and they go all the way through with it. So they're like, I'm a liberal or I'm a conservative. And they just follow through with it without even being like, you know what? I sympathize or agree with this um, thought of this other of this opposite side that I usually don't agree with but in this particular instance I do agree with that is com completely missing from so many people I think that's so sad because it just really does divide us so much and I think in order to have a functioning society, you need to really work on bringing people together and not being like, oh, I'm in box A or I'm in box B. It's really, really bad. Um, now, we got to also um, make sure to... Because, you know, when people say free speech, it's freedom of speech, I can say whatever I want. Yeah, well, there's boundaries, all right? Like, hate speech should indeed not be allowed. But then, what exactly is hate speech? People define hate speech differently. Maybe somebody um, didn't articulate themselves well enough. Or whatever. Like, there's, there can be miscommunication. You know, um, basically, miscommunications. I've seen people, like, in the comment sections... Being like super, writing a super hostile comment. Then another person like responds to that. And then all of a sudden that first person who wrote a really hostile comment. All of a sudden seems a lot more cool. And, be, and not like a douche that he basically seemed like when he first wrote that comment. And if, but if you just take that first comment, you might actually view it as hate speech right because that person is just not really perhaps not that social doesn't really know how to talk to people or just not very good with the english language right that could also be it or maybe in that particular moment the, the person was feeling a little emotional maybe there's some family drama going on so the, the, that person just couldn't be bothered with it or whatever it, it could be we could have an endless list of this really but my point is defining it as hate speech is so difficult because then all of a sudden that person then writes again to the, the person who responded to their comment and he's a lot more chill and a, a, quite cool actually and not hostile whatsoever anymore. Actually quite friendly, you know, sometimes even. 
which is something that I've really found quite a few times on yeah, in Instagram comment sections as well as YouTube ones. So, yeah, YouTube ones as well. Right. I've also had it once on Twitter. Uh, it was actually a tweet that I had put up. And uh, basically it was me not being too, uh, you know, positive on Dune. Yeah, that's right. I gave it a 5 out of 10. And this, and this was, by the way, like 4 or 5 weeks before it came out in the US. Uh, yeah, that's, we were kind of blessed with it here in Germany. That we got it so early. So I was essentially kind of one of the first people in the world to see it. Ish. You know, except for critics in certain other territories around the world and blah, blah, blah. But I, I kind of was like, I don't know, it felt, it was a kind of a special feeling because you didn't have all those like social media reactions and, and all the critics reviews and ratings and audience reactions. And it was great just being like, all right, I'm going to just watch it and make my, make up my own mind without knowing anything about public perception whatsoever, which is awesome. So. I wrote my little review for Dune, gave it a 5 out of 10, and the, there was a person who was like, oh, you must really be like into Disney and just love Disney, and he probably used some filthy language as well, um, and only love Disney stuff, you only go watch your Disney stuff, you don't understand movies, you don't know anything about movies. It's like those kind of things. And then I got really upset when I read those things. Because there's some Disney films that I really, really like. Definitely. And there's some of them even I love. But man, I criticize Disney films a lot. I mean, the Star Wars Disney stuff? Hello. <laughs> Hello. Have you ever listened to this podcast? Like, in the, like I've trashed. That franchise, um, the, the Disney Stars, Star Wars uh, material, my god, I have gone in on it. And I'm also on the Obi-Wan Kenobi show, I was also not happy with it whatsoever. I also wrote a very, just frustrated and um, quite angry-ish review on uh, the book of Boba Fett as well. And I, I mean, please, and that's only the Disney Star Wars stuff. We can also talk about some other projects. Uh, as far as Marvel is concerned, uh, Kevin Feige is doing his thing, man. I, he, he's, it's the Marvel formula, and that one I respect because it's like, it's, even if, the, despite there being some projects that I'm not really not that, you know, happy bud, let's just be honest, there's still that cool, awesome interconnectedness where literally everything is, you know, connects, and you know at some point, there's gonna be that big Avengers type moment, and you're just waiting for that, and you're, you're watching it all come together and flow together beautifully, I think it's awesome. 
Like, despite there being some projects that I'm really not that, you know, into, to be honest. Uh, I still haven't seen She-Hulk yet. I still, I'm like, yeah, with Marvel, Disney stuff, the MCU stuff, they're, they're doing just fine, let's be honest. But if we're looking at just Disney stuff, they put up some major garbage over the past couple of years. And this whole constant live action, we got we to gotta do all the animated films, all the animated classics that we've done over the many decades that Disney has have existed for. Oh, we got to do them all in live action. It's like, why? No, come up with original ideas. And, and my real issue with this as well is that if you say that you're going to turn all these animated films into live action films, does that mean, Disney, that in your eyes, live action is worth more than animation i mean that's a pretty damn bold stance to to take for disney you know i mean i get it if like warner brothers thinks that because they're not really that's not their ip but disney when you think of disney you're thinking mickey mouse you're thinking donald duck you're thinking goofy you know you think about those characters you're thinking about recess you're thinking about Kim Possible. You're thinking about uh, Jake Long, American Dragon. You think about Fillmore. Every single one of those projects animated. You think about Cinderella. You think about Snow White and the Seven Dwarves, Dumbo, Pinocchio, Peter Pan, The Lion King, Aladdin. Every single one of them animated. Yet, they keep going. Uh, trying to remake all the things. Now, but, uh, I know I'm kind of going a little off the rails here with this. Whatever. Uh, I don't care. My point is the guy was so wrong. And, and I totally watch all kinds of movies. But he just assumed that because I wrote a not so positive review for a film, I suppose he was really anticipating he then really just kind of went after me and um it just assumed things about me started calling me all names and all of a sudden pretending like he had me all figured out and then i said no 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 i watch all kinds of movies and i criticize disney plenty and and this and that and I don't, I wanted to like this film and all those kind of things, right? And then he just wrote, okay, good, with a smiley face. And I was like, I thought it was hilarious, first of all. I thought it was hilarious that all of a sudden he was like, oh, okay, good. <laughs> so weird, really. But, um... That just was like, alright, so I guess this guy's not a douchebag, he was just agitated by that, uh, by my opinion, which he shouldn't be, because it's my opinion, and just because I didn't like it doesn't mean that you're not gonna like it, you know, I don't know, but th that's one thing that, like, it, it just happens too 
often hate speech. When is something hate speech? If somebody, if a white man calls a black man the n-word, yeah, yeah, is uh, is it ra It's a racial slur. Um, so you shouldn't use it, and I would consider that to be uh, hate speech. Yes. Well, I mean, it's it's insensitive, that's for sure. Is it hate speech? It depends what kind of context it is. Like, if he says, you are a freaking N-word, you know? If he says something like that, then that's hate speech. Because now all of a sudden you're kind of bringing the slave thing into it, the historical context of it. Well, Colin, that, that, that's real, really bad right there. But if he, like, says, what's up, my N-word, it's like, it's insensitive because it's not your place to do that. Maybe you want it to be funny as well. Maybe he did want to annoy you. It's a bit difficult to find out with that one. But it's not directly hate speech. He's using a racial slur that he should not use. Um, but he's not necessarily being hateful about it. At least the intention is not 100% clear, I would say. Yeah. So, I don't know. That's a, that's a bit tough. But, yeah, like I said, it depends. Context matters. Hate speech, how do you define it? And uh, how did I even get to this? I have no idea. This, today is a bit of a an interesting podcast. But, I mean, look, give me a break. I, I just got home. Um, it was a long day. Uh, last night, I went to bed at, like, midnight, right? And I got up at uh, 3.30 a.m. Yeah, because we had, to, we had a plane to catch. Two flights in total. So, um, yeah. Yeah, well, basically, that's kind of how it, how it is if you fly. There's no direct flight. Well, there kind of is, but because I'm a, an airplane person, as in I really care for which airplane I get into. If you for instance fly with Turkish Airlines, um and you're not in Istanbul, you're gonna have to fly to Istanbul first. So that's your first flight, that's a domestic flight. And then from Istanbul you, you can fly to uh, I don't care where to Munich, Stuttgart, Frankfurt, Karlsruhe, Baden Baden, uh, Berlin and Düsseldorf and so on. You can fl fly to all those places, but uh, you, you gotta fly to Istanbul first. There's also some ones, f a couple ones from Ankara, uh, which is a f which that by the way is the capital of Turkey. You know, a lot of people think Istanbul is a Istanbul. Sorry, let me actually say that the way it is pronounced, Istanbul. That's how you say it. Istanbul, 
Um, a lot of people think that Istanbul is the capital of Turkey, but it's not. It's the most pop, pop perhaps most, perhaps most popular um, place in Turkey for tourists. But it definitely is the most well-known place in Turkey. It's Istanbul, it's Istanbul, you know? However, Ankara. Ankara is the capital of Turkey. So it's one thing to know. And there's some flights from Ankara as well, but, but Istanbul is really more so the um, uh, at the center of it all. I mean, they also built a new airport. This is huge. It's, a, it's an awesome airport, I gotta tell you. Uh, but so anyways, um, and my mother also had, man, I mean, you guys know we had COVID and I, you know, I, um, I handle, I handled it quite well. Uh, I thought I would handle it a little better to be honest. Uh, so I was actually a little surprised in a negative way, of course, how I was actually still affected by it. How, how, yeah, that was kind of irritating. Um, but my mother, man, she's, she's still coughing and uh, she, she's been negative for weeks now, but, but man, that's, uh, yeah, that, that is, I mean, she also has asthma, so that, that's why I gotta be a little, a little more careful, you know, but it, it's really, Weird. Cause, cause, yeah, she, I mean, she, she's gotten all the vaccinations, but she's still, yeah, a little struggling, I guess, with with it, which is really, um, I don't know. Doesn't feel great because it's not like, oh yeah, I got COVID and it was none. Well, first of all, there's multiple variants. And uh, you don't exactly know which variant you got. I mean, there's a new one right now, apparently. I don't know. And some some are concerned about it. I don't. I don't even know. Man. But um, like, it depends on which one you get. You know. Uh, I don't know, man. All these, all this thing. Uh, you know what, my, my brain's kind of, uh, I'm, I, I feel pretty good, despite having been up for around 21 hours now at this point, 21 hours, yes, almost, or 20 hours, 20 to 21 hours, and only had like three hours of sleep max yeah I feel pretty good considering that which is uh, interesting ah <laughs> uh, next week uni uh, and I also have the the, te the exams to correct for my students I still have not corrected them so I, I'm gonna definitely have to make sure to get on that for sure 
Because I gotta correct them, of course. Of course, you know, they're right to the exam. The least you could do is correct them, right? <laughs> Alright, yeah, that's it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna just... I don't know, we talked about a bunch of things. <laughs> and I thought, I hope this was interesting to a bunch of you. We talked about everything, basically. Uh, this at least felt like it. And, uh, yeah, I shall see you next week, hopefully. I didn't really talk that much about the vacation, which is... Kind of, I, I did plan on, or I, I actually wanted to talk a little more about it, but for some reason right now, I didn't really feel like it. Um, I can get into this, some of the stuff some other time, perhaps. I don't know. I wish you all a happy, uh, a nice weekend, and make sure you take care of yourselves. And of course, the classic outro, everybody, please stay safe, take care, and wear a condom.